like one night, for example, <laughs> this is like, I haven't told anybody this. One night, one night I um, had some fun with Avril Lavigne and who was she dating at the time? Who's the lead singer of Nickelback? Oh, uh, Chad, Chad something. Uh... Like, so random. They like, they came up to me and I was, uh, I guess, sitting by the pool or something after one of the shows and they were like, hey, let's like grab a drink. Like, we're such huge fans. And I mean, it was just kind of like one of those things where you're just always in the midst of, it's so Hollywood. Welcome to the Lone Star Play podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Welcome to another show of The Lone Star Plate. I'm your host, Patrick. Yes, and you, yeah, I just said it too, probably. Uh, but nothing like just making sure you know. All right, so we got a great episode today. I am talking to Cree Harrison. Okay, Cree was runner-up in American Idol in season 12. Holy crap, okay, boom. This girl has a voice, okay? I'm talking, she's got some pipes and just an amazing singer, powerful voice, you know, commanding voice. That That's how I would describe it, and I love that about her. A really great um, person who we just had this really candid you know conversation which is very much the lone star plate right but this was a very just a really cool back and forth about things and and just i almost felt like i knew cree for a long time it was really really cool um it just has a great personality i could see why she's gotten to uh you know where she's gotten so yeah we just talked you know music songwriting you know what's happening stuff with american idol i you know asked her a lot of specific stuff just details you know that i wanted to know you probably haven't heard um and she talked she gets you know she tells some stories she's never told before okay boom right here exclusive on the lone star plate so really really cool that's what i do for you people okay Keep listening, tune in, subscribe. This is what I do. I get the best out of people I can. Uh, that's what we do. You know, we get relaxed and we just talk and we're going to have the best conversations like that. And and that's what we try to do. So, yeah, um, you know, exclusive here on the Lone Star Plate. So, yeah, enjoy the episode. Cree Harrison from American Idol. And she's got all this new music coming out, which is you're going to love it. So uh, make sure to check her out online and get that music. So. But before we get to the episode, don't forget, check us out online, go to social media, right? Um, Texas Real Food, you can find us. Uh, we post the, the podcast on all the Texas Real Food stuff, um, you know, for the Lone Star Plate. So, you know, Instagram, Twitter, right? I don't need to go through them all. You, you know, if you're on, you're on it. Um, and um, what else? YouTube, right? Subscribe. You want to hit that button down there at the bottom. Uh, that is important. And it, that way it'll notify you every time we pop up a new video uh, because, look, we're releasing content all week, right? You've got three episodes a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we release new episodes of the Lone Star Plate. And then on the Texas Real Food social media stuff, you got all kinds of videos, you know, going out. And to be honest, on the Texas Real Food YouTube page as well, there's always new content going out, recipes and, and blogs and, and lists and, you know, obviously all the featured businesses in texas right that's the best part about the website um staying connected to all the local shops um so yeah so check it out 
And again, thank you so much for listening, guys. I just can't tell you that enough. That's the whole reason why we do this. So, um, you know, thank you so much. We've really been getting some just amazing feedback from people and uh, really sweet stuff. And, um, you know, just really appreciate it. And uh, uh, thank you so much. So don't forget to uh, review us if you can. You know, go on Apple Podcasts, for instance. You can review us there or, you know, just follow us on Spotify. Hit the button, you know, subscribe, follow, what, what like, whatever the button is to do to keep you with us. Hit that button. Uh, all right. So without further ado, great episode. Cree Harrison from American Idol and so much more that, I, you know, she probably hates being, uh, you know, stuck in that little box um, um, probably sometimes. But, you know, it's a great part of her life and uh, was happy to explore that with her. So, again, great conversation. Cree Harrison. Enjoy. Thank you for allowing me to reschedule this because obviously I'm so about doing it. Um, I appreciate your cooperation. <laughs> oh gosh, of course. Are you kidding me? Like, what kind of asshole would I be if I was like, "Now, you know what? Like, she's gonna have to make it. Like, tell her family to pull free. over." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Get your shit together, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, no. Of course. Uh, you know, I'm from Texas. I, I get it. Fa- hey, family first. I'm all about family first. I totally get it. Of course. In fact, I had said if you needed to push it further, like I totally get it. It's it's. It's really, it's not an issue at all. I'm just happy we got you. We get to talk to you, and uh, I'm really excited. Yeah. Uh, but listening to your music uh, nonstop for days now, so I'm oh, excited. Awesome. Yeah, you have so many, so many great songs. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable to to be honest with you. It's like endless. Um, yeah, it's, it's just unbelievable. So let's talk a little bit about that, Cree. So you, first of all, I love your name, Cree. Where does that come from? What? Where? It's just such a beautiful name. Uh, thank you. Um, I can't take credit for it, obviously. <laughs> uh, I give it all to my mom. She uh, heard this name from an actress named Cree Summer, and hers was spelled with a C, and she spelled mine with a K because Kathy with a K was, was her name. So, uh, yeah, people always think that it's short for something or that I'm, um, you know, from the Cree Indian tribe, and um, I mean, I'm more... Cajun French slash Italian, which is just like the craziest mix ever. <laughs> That's what's wrong with me. Um, that, uh... <laughs> well, there's, there's no Indian, but uh, yeah, I, I love my name. And um, I've, I think it's so funny. Even when I was younger, people would say, oh my God, Cree, such a good stage name. Did your mom do that on purpose? And it's like, I don't even know how to answer this question. Like, obviously, you know what? Yes. <laughs> she, she knew. She knew <laughs> when I was in the womb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were yeah. you were beat. You were tapping beats uh, on the on the belly there. Um, yes. Yeah. No, that's great. Uh, no, I think it's cool to have a, a different you know sort of name. I mean, Patrick. Like that's yeah. normal. It's boring. Uh, nothing Not against boring. my parents. Nothing against my parents. Love them to death. Uh, just uh, you know, whatever. It's just a name. I, you know, but Cree's cool, right? Uh, it's just I'd never heard it before. So anyway. I don't yeah. want to get uh, caught up on that too much. But um, so, yes, so you were on American Idol, and my gosh, you crushed it on this show. Like, uh, there's a lot I want to talk about there. But first of all, I'm curious, um, why why try out? Like, th- that seems like such a, a long shot, right? Like, it seems like such a long shot. And did you try out multiple times? It definitely felt like a long shot to me, too. No, it was my only time to try out. And to be honest, I moved here 
to Nashville where I live now, um, where I've lived for 20 years, um, at a really early age. And, you know, I had been signed and, um, you know, went through deals, went through teams as far as management producers. And at this point in my life, um, it was like 2012 or something. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a pot to piss in. <laughs> I, I really just, you know, in no, in no sense of, uh, jadedness at all, but you know, at some point felt like, well, shit, I've kind of felt like a little bit of a failure and had to just, you know, step back and have a come to Jesus of like, okay, what am I going to do? Like I can maybe take advantage of this time where I'm not, um, you know, trapped down to a contract or a, a label or whatever it may be. And what do I do with that? My sister, uh, who's an angel, she said, you should try out for idol. You know, the auditions are coming up and I mean, I just kind of looked at her like, are you fucking crazy? Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to be a part of her like talent show, you know, like all, all of, uh, my hard work in this town and, and then I realized doing some more research and kind of getting out of my own way that it was more of a platform for artists and not just a karaoke show. Yeah. And yeah, I, I tried out and um, I mean, it was a complete whirlwind and very life changing. And, um, you know, obviously I made lifelong friends and I learned a lot, but more than anything, I had, I had a ball and, um, I'm so glad I did it. I did not think that I was going to make it as far as I did, much less to the end. So it was very, um, I mean, you know, you know, you being in this industry and in this world, everything's really quick. Yeah. Um, how it happens. And I think the the main goal for me was just trying to like stay in the moment because it, it's quick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I can imagine the pressure to, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's talk a little bit about like, I I'm curious about the actual like practical process of it, you know, because I actually okay. this a little bit more and there's not really very many interviews about this. It just kind of, you know, floats from to the next, but I'm, I'm curious about practical things. So like, so, okay. So you show up, to to like a stadium of some sort right and there's just thousands of people is every literally every person going to be allowed a time to sing well you have to yes for the cattle call is what they call it cattle. so you show up <laughs> and you know this like stadium um and uh yeah you just kind of wait in line and you have a number and you go through many rounds. So the first round for me, um, well, for everyone, but um, my experience was I went through the first round of producers and then they, uh, they just hear you sing. They don't hear anything really about your story um, or what you're about. You sing a whole song or you sing like a part? You sing like 15 seconds. Oh, wow. I mean, super quick. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like a lifetime at some point because you know, there's so much happening. You got other people singing on the side of you. And, um, yeah, thankfully they put me through and, and then the next round was, uh, I'm trying to remember if I like 
had to do paperwork first. <laughs> uh, but the next round was the higher producers. And, um, you know, they want to get to know a little bit more about you at that point. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a, a stretch over a couple of weeks. And then... Um, so a stretch over a couple of weeks before like actual... Before the actual judges, before the Got it. the lot, before the TV, the cameras, the um, you know Ryan, before all of that comes into play, it's wow, it's a stretch of time. So you're kind of just sitting on pins and needles, like what's going to happen? Yeah, that's very nerve wracking for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Imagine. I can't imagine. What was the? Do you remember the 15 second uh, bit of song you sang? Uh, no, <laughs> I really do not. I mean, there was, there's like so many, there's so many, uh, you know, options that you could do. Oh, so they had like a book or something you picked a song from. Is that how it works or? They usually do. Yeah. And then when it comes down to what's on TV and what's recorded, yeah. they have songs that are cleared so they can air them. Um, or you could do an original that you have written yourself. So for my audition for the judges, I actually sang an original song, which didn't show my range at all. It was like very singer songwritery. And I think I was just kind of like, y'all know I can sing. That's why I'm here. Um, Cause not thinking about this is like the first thing that people are going to see. Right. I see. Um, so I was just kind of like in my own head of like, well, here's a little bit of my story. <laughs> and so I sang the song when I'd written and uh, yeah, they, they put me through, but they never aired my audition. And I think that's the reason why, because they knew, um, you know, well, Cree has a voice and is a songwriter, but um, we want, you know, to showcase her. So they didn't air my audition, but they did air the next thing that I sang, which was stars. Wow. Okay. Wow. That is, you know, making the decision to choose an original song. How, how is that looked upon? Like, I, I don't know. Is that a, is that considered a smart choice or for everybody it's different where people looking at you like, Oh God, don't do that. Don't sing. An original. <laughs> kind of both. Well, I would say just for me and I'm, you know, I don't want to give poor advice to anybody else because genuinely I didn't know what the hell I was doing either. It was just kind of like day by day. But, um, I find that, when you're trying to connect with people and you're trying to win over something uh, automatically, it's just the truth that people gravitate towards covers because they know it. They don't have to think about it. And then they're focused on your voice or your personality. Um, and so I think that that's a lot of the reason why I chose to not do originals myself. Got it. Um, but that being said, there's been numerous times where people have done uh, their own originals and they absolutely killed it. And that's what won them over or the audience over. So I just think that it's situational. Yeah, that makes sense. Every performance, yeah. every night, every performance, what you're feeling, how you feel, if you're totally. song, I get it. No, that makes sense. God, that's a lot to, that is a lot of. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like just a nerve wracking. And plus, you know, you're going to be on TV in front of millions of people. Um, you know, I just can't even imagine uh, all that, you know, sort of pressure. But you handle, obviously, you handled it absolutely 
beautifully. Uh, you know, to be honest, you could never tell in your performances if you ever had nerves. Uh, not from what the ones I saw. Yeah. You couldn't. Well, I think, you know, performing is just something that, um, you know, that, that is a part of me. I think that that's, that part comes natural, but the, the adrenaline rush and the nerve wracking thing for me was always the fact that I'm having to emote to a camera um, rather than just like <clears throat> a live audience, which there was, you know, at a certain point, but um, Idol definitely taught me how to do that. Um, and, and I think that that's something that, you know, I really, really, I really appreciate it to be honest. Um, because yeah, it is, it's super nerve wracking to all of a sudden have a red light in your face. But, um, <laughs> but again, you know, you just, I guess you have to do a little meditation and put yourself somewhere else and remember that this is what you do. <laughs> so Absolutely. it'll all be fine <laughs> at the end. It'll all be fine in the end. Absolutely. This too shall pass <laughs> as you're being blinded by a red light. It's fine. Totally. It's fine. I bet that's a lot of mirror time. That's what I would imagine. I bet eventually you're just like, you know, okay, we're going to practice this in the mirror. Uh, I don't know. That would be my uh, solution, I guess. I don't I wish that I would have known. I wish I would have known that before because I think maybe that would have benefited me. I was just generally like, here we go. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, I wanted to have fun with it more than anything. Um, it, it really helped, too, that I became so cl like close to the crew and the band and, you know, anybody involved within this live show. I mean, it's a machine. Yeah. So it's insane how much goes into it and how many people it takes to make this work just live at five. So, um, I think by me, you know, never meeting a stranger, I don't know if it's like the Southern, uh, my like country coming out or, or not, but I, I just knew everybody and I was, I had become really good friends with a lot of the crew. And so I think that helped my nerves as well. Absolutely. Well, that's just, that is, that's a very Texas sort of Southern thing to do, right? Oh. To get to know everybody, get to know their names, how your kids doing. That's exactly uh, yeah. something I would do. I mean, it's so boring to just be like, you know, to talk about the weather, I'd rather do anything else. So to <laughs> so to yeah to get to know these people was it was easy and also important to me because I spent like a, a year of my life with them. Gosh, it's a long ass process. It is. That is insane. That is insane. Mm -hmm. So, so when you're on, so when it gets to the point right, you're you're getting through the rounds right. So now you're in the top this, top that. You're staying in a hotel right. You're going. Are, do they pay? Do they pay you as a contestant or whatever to be on the show well it depends on um how far you go so they'll pay for your stay um oh that's good <laughs> once you're like you know right once you're like you know top 40 and obviously feed you and stuff but um once we were uh doing live shows um and not just tape stuff so i would say probably like top 10 um, that's whenever we start getting paid, you know, as being on TV or, um, nice. they, also, they also put us up in this amazing place, which is one of my <clears throat> favorite places in LA now, uh, called the sunset marquee. 
And <clears throat> I mean, this was just like a, our own little oasis where the top 10 stayed. And it had, um, I mean, it, genuinely, like, it looks like a rock star's, like, fairy garden. Like, it's very vibey. Um, it's, there's a, a studio downstairs where we recorded. There's people like Steven Tyler or Vince Vaughn just like, what's up, walking past you. Um, there's, like, you know, villas of like one night for example <laughs> this is like i haven't told anybody this one night one night i um had some fun with avril lavigne and who was she dating at the time who's the lead singer of nickelback oh uh chad chad something uh like so random yeah they like they came up to me and i was uh, i guess sitting by the pool or something after one of the shows and they were like hey let's like grab a drink like we're such huge fans and I mean, it was just kind of like one of those things where you're just always in the midst of, it's so Hollywood, but so much fun and completely different than, you know, than, you know, I guess Nashville in a way, because Nashville, I'm, I'm very used to seeing successful artists or, you know, famous singers. Yeah. But actors, for some reason, it was just like this totally different, uh, <laughs> you know, so, vibe <laughs> that's a great oh my god i would have been all over that i would have been all over that at the pool like oh yeah let's absolutely let's absolutely let's whiskey for three like duh <laughs> and i gen i'm not generally was like i don't want to like this guy like it's nickelback like i don't should i do this like should i t should i tell people that i did this <laughs> but i genuinely they were so sweet and they were so lovely and um yeah, turns out he's a good dude. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, look, you know, whatever you want. I might look, I'm not a Nickelback fan, but whatever you want to say, you got to respect. Yeah. Thing, right? I mean, hello. 100%. Well, now I am. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Stuck in my head. No, no judgment. <laughs> totally. 100. I'm with you. I would have been all over that. Totally. I would have been all over. I'd have been asking him about the songs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I love, it. I love that they were fans of you, right? Like, so that's so cool that that so many people that's that just shows you like who's watching the show right and like what an impact oh, the, had. the most random i think that the one that shocked me the most was um Lou harris we're we're good friends now but at the time um i came off of the show and she had reached out to me and just wanted to express how much of a fan she was and show her love and i was just like what is happening you know <laughs> she's like americana royalty and um yeah wow it's surprising how many people do watch the show and i love it <laughs> oh it's i mean it's a massive massive show i don't even know i mean it's just like it's a massive it's just you know it's absolutely massive yeah yeah, I've had a, a let's see, I've had two two people on from America. I had Casey James on. Do you know who that is? I do know Casey James. Yeah, had him on. I love him. We had the greatest conversation. I'm telling you, look, it's the only interview I've ever done where we both didn't have pants on. I love that. And I'm not surprised at all by him. <laughs> I love Casey so much. He, uh, cool. He was a part of my, my birthday surprise last year. Oh, wow. Well, if you see... He's the sweetest. Hello, Patrick from the Lone Star Play. He'll know. Uh, yeah. Okay. He literally, within the, the first few minutes of the, sh of the you know, like, we're talking, whatever, he just goes, hey, just going to let you know I don't have pants on. 
<laughs> I go, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you, Casey. I don't either. And it was a true. Did y'all both just like stand up at the same time? We wanted to. I was. <laughs> oh my God. I said, I don't want to get pulled on YouTube. You know? Right. But <laughs> we should have. How Patrick went viral. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my mother would not be uh, happy uh, with no. I think. Uh, my mother's Mexican, so Latin is not the same. I'm telling you, you can't. No can't upset your latin mother um get smacked <laughs> that's right that's I love it. you'll get a chancla across like, chancla. a chancla <laughs> the sandal thrown at you across the room like uh, right. so okay yeah and, and you know i love having uh people i had uh, vanessa um oliveras on as well um she's part of granville automatic it's a band now anyway uh, i love talking uh american idol it's just great it's just so it is it's just a, such a massive uh show and the impact yeah. that i mean just talking to casey about the impact that it's had uh on his life uh for instance i would imagine it's been sort of the same thing although you technically made it further than him right in a way, I think so. I mean, barely. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what uh, when where he placed, but you know, it's like they were three and they chose okay the three. Okay, yeah. So, but look, it's like look, like I told cases, like dude, you. I mean, you won already. I, I would imagine that's well, literally when we, you know, we were in top top ten. I think we probably had this conversation too. It's like you feel like okay, well now I get to go on tour. Yeah. Well, now I get to, you know what I'm saying? Like now I've made it far enough to where people get to know me. And I think that that was kind of the whole point, not necessarily the title, which is an amazing goal to have. And, you know, obviously when you get to that point, you start fighting for it. Cause then you think, Oh shit, this is, I can do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was not a, um, after any sort of placing, I don't feel like there's any sort of loser because, you know, you got to really uh, spend that time and, and then also meet an am amazing amount of people that, uh, for me, I'm just, they're just, you know, still my friends. That's awesome. No, I love yeah. it. I think that's so cool. I think that's so, and, and you got to go on tour, right? Afterwards, they do like this uh, American Idol tour. What What is that like exactly? Is it like the show or everyone gets to perform a couple songs sort of thing? Uh, I'm, I'm well, because we had, um, for the first time, I guess, in Idol history, there was a, a top five women um, on my season, which was so much fun. And and we opened the show uh, on our tour with the five women. And then, you know, the whole top ten, we did, like, our own individual sets. Got uh, you know, our three, like, fav like fan favorite songs from the show, um, which was really, really fun. And also kind of just like an adrenaline, adrenaline rush because the quick changes were so quick. Um, I don't know how I didn't like bust my ass every, every night. I mean, it was just, I was like running in hills, <laughs> uh, which was, like I said, you know, it was only for like maybe five months. So it went back pretty quick because we were just slammed and uh, everybody got to do their thing. And then we ended the show together and every night we would end it with, uh, um, what is the Philip Phillips song? I don't know why I can't think of it. 
Philip, Philip. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not good on this stuff. I'm not good on trivia. Clearly. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm like, I can't remember the song, but it was very, you know, rememberable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, it was just like this very intimate song of uh, us like singing to each other, and it was really sweet. And uh, yeah, we had a freaking blast. Okay. So after the tour, um, I came back to Nashville and kind of, you know, just did some soul searching and needed to figure out who I wanted to make a record with and what songs to cut um, or write or whatever, um, you know, cause it's a, it's a long process and I kind of took my time with it. And, you know, a lot of people I think were surprised that I didn't just put something out to hold on to momentum, but I just never have wanted to half-ass um, my art yeah. just for the, the reasoning of, you know, well, you're trending, so put something out. You know, I that's I, that's not why. I think there's a happy medium, but that's not necessarily uh, why I do it. So, yeah, I made my first record called This Whole Thing. And, um, you know, it didn't have a lot of backing. Uh, I'm so proud of this record still. But, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really pushed. And I wasn't in the place in my life to, uh, you know, be as hungry about it, even though I was proud. Um, so kind of just like, you know, took some time, stepped back. And then maybe two years ago, I started dreaming up this record and started writing for it. Um, this one I just put out called Chosen Family Tree that you were talking about earlier. And um, I mean, I felt like there was just kind of a light uh, or a, a fire that had lit under my ass. That was just like, okay, this is the time. <clears throat> and so have an amazing team now. Um, not to mention the producers that I co-produced this record with. It's such a dream team. We took eight musicians out to Asheville, North Carolina, in this old church that's made into a studio now. Wow. I mean, Patrick, it's the most beautiful studio I've ever uh, seen, much less been able to record it. It's called Echo Mountain. Wow. And um, yeah, we just, we recorded there. And uh, yeah, I just think that there's something special about this record and also where I am in my life to, to want to share more of me and, and connect on a, a level of uh, not just sitting on a record and just putting it out into the ether. I think that there's, you know, more purpose to, um, you know, using my success, if you will, for, for bigger and better things. So um, I'm really, really proud of it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about this record and, you know, the... Yes inspiration behind it so like i'm curious i love that the studio and that sounds so amazing um i, I love conversions like that you know when they can preserve right that's that's really cool um what what about like songwriting so um how does that work for you did you you know did you co-wrote all the songs on this album is that how you always were i'm curious what, what and what that process is like as well well i usually um I'll write for a record for a while um, until I feel like I have, you know, a good amount of the puzzle pieces. And I also really, really love to listen to outside songs that I didn't write because, I mean, I, I live in 
a town where I feel spoiled by all of the writers and the songs that come out of this this town. Yeah. And so I would always think that I would be robbing myself if I didn't listen to that too, just because I can write my whole record doesn't mean I'm going to. And, um, you know, I feel like I've really got some beautiful ones out of it. And then there's also songs that I've really wanted to record for a long time and just didn't think that it was the right moment or um, maybe I just couldn't, you know, say that message at the, at the time or, or whatever it may be, but it fit for this record. Um, one of those being Mother by John Lennon um, that I cut on this record. And it's obviously very personal and there's some heaviness and, and, and a lot of light as well to it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I really always wanted to record that. So I'm, I finally put it on this one. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. You can't really go wrong with John Lennon lyrics uh no not 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 in the least <laughs> no you know um so were there songs that you know I, i'm i'm sure this always happens right there are songs that didn't make the record right yes so oh for sure what happens to those songs like what what do you well a lot of the time just in general you know i if i write a, an amazing song or feel like i'm a part of something great I'm not opposed to anybody else cutting it either. So I pitch my songs um, more times than most, uh, which has been, you know, it's really fun too. It's like you kind of become like your little, like a secret A&R for yourself. <laughs> like, oh, so-and-so, it sounds really great on this. Maybe I should send it to them. But then, you know, there's also some that I think I just kind of put in my back pocket for another record. Yeah. Which I have. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's a good follow-up question. Are there any songs on this record that were from that, like a, a, a carryover song? Not carryover song, but you know what I mean. One of these yeah. songs. Um, actually, there is. It's called Second Choice. And, um, I mean, I think I recorded it first when I was like 16 or something. Oh, wow. Maybe, maybe a little older maybe 18 or something, but I, uh, it's so beautiful and, and it fit, you know? I don't know why I keep saying this. I feel like it's the only way for me to explain it, but I genuinely feel like, for me, records are like a puzzle. <laughs> so, you know, whether this beautiful puzzle piece is awesome or not, like if it doesn't fit on this record, then it just doesn't. So it did for this one, that song, Second Choice. No, that's awesome. I mean, look, if I, you know, I would imagine you putting your album together, you're picking the songs like, uh, you know, I'm a chef, right? So like a chef, like yes. ingredients for a dish, right? Exactly. I love all these ingredients, but I can't use them all on this dish, right? I got to no. what works and what complements and, and. Totally. I love that. So that's right. Oh, wow, that's you know that's got to be a tough process though with the songs though, right? Because there's probably do you do you listen to other people in that? Do you make the final say? Is it like a team decision? You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah, and that song, right? Are you open to that? I've I've fought for some things for sure in the past, but I feel like um, you know for my co-producers. Uh, they are so wonderful. It's Jordan Lenning and Skylar Wilson. And 
you know, I think their mentality, I, I would say I would know, I would, I know their mentality about this cause I've, you know, lived it is if I don't believe in it, then how am I going to sell it? Yeah. You know, so if, if I'm not about the song or if I feel, um, you know, a little iffy about it, I always, I always like to wait until we're done and then make the, make the call. But it's because sometimes, uh, you know, I've been proven wrong in the right way <laughs> where I'm like, I don't know. If, I don't know if this is right. And then it turns out to be like one of my favorites. Yep. Yeah. Gosh, absolutely. Well, it's tough to, it's tough to judge your own art. I'm sure. Right. That's, that's gotta be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Like, it's easy. I, I mean, no, I know what you're saying, and and yeah, I think I think what helps too is like recording it and then stepping away, stepping away from it, yeah, for a while, and then coming coming back to it. You know, um, I love that you said you you're a chef too. I love to cook. Me and my um, fiance, uh, Jason, he's an amazing cook as well. He's from uh, Plaquemine, Louisiana, which is right outside of Baton Rouge. So he's got like all the, you know, Creole cooking down. Um, and so it's really fun to just, I feel like it's very relaxing. I'm sure you feel the same way, but um, it's so much fun for him to make up new recipes too. He, the other night he made uh, chicken, uh, is it tiki masala? Yeah, t- tiki masala. And then, yes, it was so freaking good. And he put it um, on, on, Underneath was coconut rice. Yeah, that's a, that's actually one of my specialty dishes I make at home here for my wife and I. Actually. Okay. Well, we need like a, a chef off. Nice. <laughs> look about. Um, look. Well, first of all, there's uh, there's 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 loving to cook, and then there's not. Like one, I love to cook when it's you know my friends or people coming over right like it's for the like hosting yeah but then like you know when i owned my business here in austin cooking i i I, you know don't love it all the time right there's like a lot of points you know it's like singing i'm sure you know if you're yes we need you to go sing this and blah blah and you're just okay i'll just do it it's part of my thing and then the times when you're singing from your thing and right and it's your own it's the same thing with with cooking. So yeah, I'm, I'm more into, yeah, I don't have the business anymore. I got out of it and now I host this podcast. This is my new, you know, my new thing now, my, my new career path. So um, I enjoy, now I love cooking again. I'm all about it now because I get to just cook for friends and my wife and me and, you know, everything. And I cook, and I, you know, this sounds weird, but I literally cook every meal I eat, you know. I love that. Three times a day. I, I I rarely eat out. It's super rare. And if I do, I'm just supporting a local chef friend. You know? <laughs> yes. That's, right. That's I'll go. What your, so what is your favorite thing to cook? Um, God, that's a good question. I, I mean, even if it's like, it doesn't have to be like a giant situation. Just anything. I'm all about tacos. So just give me some good protein. Whatever's fresh. I'm all about fresh. So we go to the store a lot. I go to farmer's markets, right? I go just pick up fresh meats and veggies just constantly. So whatever's yes. and came in, I just make it. It won't have a name, right? There's no style. It's just not like Italian or that. that is just food. I made food. Well, the infusion too, I find is like some of the best, like tacos, for example. Is it Roy Choi? Is that his name? Yeah. Like easy. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's so good. Best best food is is a lot of times the simplest uh, foods. Just like probably with music sometimes, right? You're just you're getting too complicated with it. Sometimes you just break. No, it's so true. I guess I never thought about it. Like less is best. <laughs> Less is best. That's it. And you know, we say less is more in, in the food uh, industry. Yes. We'll say less is for, we'll say cut the fat. That's a big Yes. The chef will tell you to clean up your dish. Cut the fat. Get rid of the BS that you got. You got all this nonsense on it. It's like, what's this arugula for? What are these tomatoes for? You can't even eat them. You can't even, what is all this for? It's all <laughs> Just put this in there. What to do with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, it's, uh, it is good, but you know, I love cooking. It's, it's, it's same as you, you know, making music. I, I definitely get that same thrill out of it. And I get a thrill out of people eating, uh, my food, uh, for sure. So I work. Did your wife cook too? Yes. And she's, a, yeah. she's a way better cook than me. I mean, <laughs> better. Everything she makes is absolutely delicious. And then every time she makes it, she goes, it's just whatever, you know, just like, it's, and you're just like like salivating and <laughs> it's not that good. are you kidding me it's like the best thing i ever had and it's every time right. all the time yeah she's she's That's awesome. uh, she's amazing she's from spain um so i get to eat a lot of just spanish dishes that's pretty much what we eat a lot of spanish food yes i'm all about that yeah absolutely simple tacos every day I'm all about tacos too. So I bring the mexican tacos, you know, style. She had never had a taco until she was I don't know, 30? What? Yeah, I met her at 30. No, it wasn't even 30. I guess the first time we went to Mexico, uh, I guess 31, we, we lived in Mexico for six months. Uh, I met her in Spain, so we lived in Spain. Um, yeah, she had never been to the States. She, she didn't know what a taco was. She, she had never eaten a taco before. Wow. Yeah. Life changing. Life changing. <laughs> I mean, it really is, though. Now she loves tacos, right? It's just like, how is my life been without tacos i'm like i don't know i don't really don't know how people live life without tacos i don't, I don't get it. survive i don't, I don't nope know. what about tacos in nashville is that a big is that a big thing there i've had some it is, in nashville it is our house um <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i don't i don't honestly i'm trying to think of uh there's a good place like here that's called moss tacos moss tacos Ooh, love that. yeah and it's in um, East Nashville, and it's not authentic at all, but they have, like, really, really good tacos. Like, they do, like, a fried avocado taco or, um, you know, just, like, a fish taco, and it's it's fresh, and it's really delicious. But we actually live um, close to this place called El Tapatio, and it is, um, like, they, they start smoking that chicken at, like, eight in the morning and i'm mm -hmm. you know you can just smell it and it's, it's it's amazing and they just give you you know a side of rice and beans and it's half chicken and it's so cheap and um i love corn tortillas and like pickled carrots i mean it's it's like they're like no no, no we don't have cheese dip here like have a seat karen like we like this is like like this is like good authentic i love uh, Food, yeah, I love that. That that's legit. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I always uh, there's a place we go to here in town. It's in an old um, uh, car wash. So the car wash, okay. down and they just set up this food trailer in one of the, you know, car park. You know, 
uh, points, you know, where you wash the car or whatever. They literally just put a trailer there and some tables out front. And it's like the best tacos in Austin. You know, they don't look. They, what? They only take cash. They don't speak English. Good. And they have, they have, I love that. They have odd hours and they're not on social media. So that's awesome. They don't have a phone, right? You can't call them. There's no, I love that. I mean, they're, no, they're just like, we'll, we'll be here when we're here and we'll catch you maybe. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. I need to go there. I'll, I'll, uh, what's it called? It's, uh, the car wash. It's called, <laughs> that would be a better name. It's called Super Taco. It's the worst name, actually. It's literally the worst name for a place. And they have the worst little sign out front, too. I mean, it does. But I feel like that's what kind of makes it, totally. like, the, it's charming. Like, of course it's called that. <laughs> so it makes it the best. But it's, they're, they're, ha they're, I mean, as far as I've eaten, they're the most legit close to Mexican tacos you can get in Austin. Like, Wow. Uh, from Mexico City, like if you were in, because I've I've lived there, I've been, you know, my my mom's from there. I know those. Yeah. It, it's very. They have a very distinct uh, flavor and taste. Mexican tacos just do. They just have this very distinct uh, flavor and taste to them. I don't know what it is. They they somehow pull it off. You know. Yeah. When there's tons of other places that you know they're mexican and they're doing that but it's not the for some reason i don't know what they're doing i really don't know i don't want to know i don't want to know the secret right i know right i, I don't want to know don't i feel you i feel you <laughs> i know i feel like it would just take it all out of out of it for me the mystery yes don't don't reveal the curtain keep it i'm cool i just give me the no attention yeah they behind the curtain <laughs> <laughs> so what do you No, i'm i will be going there do you cook at home at all when you're we, we, besides a taco. Oh yeah. So you do literally last night, for example, like what uh Jay is my my honey. His name is Jason, we call him Jay. Well he'll just grill out all day and smoke the chicken and then we'll have chicken for a couple of days and we literally just make tacos. Love it. Boom. What's your go to dish? <laughs> um, I'm really, really good at brunch or like <laughs> breakfast stuff. Um, like my huevos rancheros is like, <laughs> I'm bragging. Um, but you know, other than that, I just like to cook. It really, it's like what you're saying, you know, about doesn't have a name. Or like I like as well being able to go, well, let's put herbs in this or, um, we have a little garden now since, you know, all this started since we've been home and, um, our basil is thriving, which is fun to say. And it just smells so good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're just, you know, like playing around with herbs is fun. Basil is a good herb uh, to withstand like all bullshit of weather. I'm gonna tell you that right yeah. now. Uh, uh, cilantro is the worst. We, Most we, we've realized this. It's it's terrible. We cannot so, keep cilantro. It's really um, cilantro's shallots. Hard. Our shallots have done better. Yes, honestly, shallots are good. Um, sage is good to grow. Like thyme. Thyme. Yes. These are good. Just like you can throw them and and forget about them. Parsley. Yes. It can get a little out of hand. Uh, For sure. But. What I love about parsley too is there's all different kinds of parsley. I mean, there's all kinds of different of almost every herb, to be honest with you. 
That's true. Any herb, there's there'll be different varieties of of that herb. But I love that. I love that you're throwing, uh, you know, oh my. some stuff, and I love that. That's awesome. Why not? <laughs> Why not? No, it's I, we really do love to cook. Not only is it, you know, we save money obviously, but it's relaxing to both of us. So we'll just like, you know, rock paper scissors. You got it. I got it. <laughs> I, I love that rock paper. That's the first time I ever heard that. I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> we're like really cool, Patrick. We're like so cool over here. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I love it. I love it. That's yeah. so awesome. Well, Cree, gosh, um, you know, listen, I, um, this has been such a great conversation. I, I just can't tell you. Yeah, honey. I, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk to me today. Thank you so much for having me. We'll have to do a, 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 a social distance double date at this uh, car wash <laughs> for the tacos. Yes, if y'all, hundred percent, absolutely. Let me know. Um, we'll take you there. Yeah, we we plan on it for sure. We're I'm supposed to come home. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'll be coming home to help out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the drill. For sure. Uh, and again, yes, you know, bring that up. Uh, you know, my best to to you and yours, and and to everybody out there. To everyone. Yes. Uh, That's right. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Take it seriously, right? There's so many living here. I just know that there's so many bullheaded people too. They're like, I'll be fine. Just Yeah, we're just gonna tie a bass boat yeah. to the house and see what happens. Like oh that's my family, by the way. I'm literally quoting my brother. Oh shit. Yeah. You know, look, <laughs> I family I got family in Florida and they live, you know, right on the beach literally and Yeah. They they're just the same at it, like, it'll be fine. Totally. Well, and I mean, to be like, you know, just to clear the air here, I don't think that it, 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 it any, in any way is it ignorant. Yeah. I think they just, you know, it's theirs and it's something that they don't want to leave. And I totally respect that. You know, uh, I think with the surge, is, there's just no, uh, you know, surviving that. So um, it is full on thoughts and prayers or whatever you believe in. Yeah. Um, sending to everyone <laughs> i couldn't have said it better a absolutely so yeah let's be safe out there everyone uh, again creed thank you so much uh, for taking the time um it you, it's your day i hope you get to have a, a good dinner with some chicken i'm sure maybe some good ch chicken tacos 100 percent. i'm gonna have my own hurricane party over here okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, party awesome thanks again creed thanks babe talk to you soon talk to you soon bye-bye the Lone Star Plate Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplate.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. <laughs>